There are a few things I want to discuss with you tonight uh, on our teaching this Wednesday. Things which I think are, are very important for, for God's people to know. And so I would uh, encourage you, like we always do, to get your, your, your pen and your, and your notebook. And don't change your notebook. Use the same notebook all the time uh, so that you, there's consistency. And then you can see exactly where we left off previously, and then you can build on that. I trust that you are people who are really wanting to grow in the Lord and be, and just do these things differently than even our, our forefathers did, probably even our parents did. Want to be a different breed of Christians who are going to leave a mark for posterity and uh, so I, I, I would love for us even as we as we start let's have that mindset we we are very into building and establishing and anchoring you on a firm foundation in Jesus name Amen. as we begin family uh, I would love for us to just encourage you that you you and I should decide to have a, a better tomorrow. We must be really intentional about that. You know, we, we, we need to be very intentional about having a better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. A better tomorrow than what uh, our parents were able to, to achieve. Now, that comes at different levels. It comes in different ways. It does not mean that you would necessarily be a multimillionaire. It, it would come in different ways. But when you are intentional about these things, you find that you, you begin to impact the next generation. Uh, there's a mountain that you found here when you got here. It could be a mountain of debt, uh, whatever it was, uh, because of your obedience to God and your intentionality. You pull that thing down and you, you, you just bring it to naught. And God with you, you are able to hand over something better to, to your children and their children. So our being here is about ensuring that our, 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 our input, you know, our contribution in this life uh, leaves enough, Mark, something indelible that when we are gone, there will be a mark that so and so was here and they left something powerful mm-hmm. so i want us to to decide just make a decision in your heart that i want a better tomorrow somebody said uh, it's not always going to be this way and it takes someone like you and me to decide i'm not going to die this way i'm going to move the boundary a bit further uh, down and uh, make it a bit better for my children and for my grandchildren in whatever way it could be by way of introducing uh, values in the family it could be by way of raising your children the way that you are not raised mm-hmm. it should be by way of uh, instilling and inculcating a sense of culture in your in your children and so whatever way in whatever form it comes but you and I cannot afford to be that generation of Christians who just were excited uh, by just going to church 
And that's the only contribution they, they could make. So I would love for us family to do that as, as singles, as, as couples, as families, uh, uh, just, just to be intentional. When you pursue God that way, you will be amazed how much uh, gets done in God enabling you in the name of Jesus. And I know that with attitude alone, just attitude alone, you can really impact uh, the next generation and, and lead them down a different path. So that's what I wanted to want to tell you even as we begin. I am already uh, influencing my grandchildren mm. through my kids. I'm already, and I'm very intentional about that, mm. I'm already influencing my grandchildren through my kids. Influence family is touching the future before you get there. It's touching the future before you get there. I always make it a point that they understand that the things that I'm, 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 I'm teaching them and, and leading by example in the home, I tell them that do the same with your children. This is how it's done. Sit with your children at the table on Friday. So everything, so we are already impacting mm -hmm. the next generation. That, that's the mind I want you to have, Bazalwan. And so tonight, I want us to continue on our powerful teaching on, on vision. And I want to give it a subtitle tonight. What do you see? What do you see? What do you see? According to the Bible, when you read scripture, it becomes clear that the Lord God uh, has prepared a great future for you and I. When you study the Bible from Genesis all the way, it's apparent that God wants an amazing future for you, an amazing future for your family and, and for your children and for your grandchildren. Uh, we see that in a number of places, but there's a scripture that you know because it's the most popular. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. In Jeremiah 29, 11, the Bible says, For I know the plans that I am planning concerning you. I know the plans that I am planning concerning you, declares the Lord. Plans for prosperity and not for harm, to give you a future and hope. You can, you can feel the heart of the Father in that uh, uh, scripture there. And in Proverbs 23, 18, it says, Do not let your heart, your heart envy sinners, but rather be zealous in fearing the Lord all the time, for surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. There is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. You see, a disastrous tomorrow does not honor God. A, a disastrous future does not honor the Father. And us failing in the future does not bring glory to the Lord. So, the Lord wants you to do well. The Lord wants us to make it. So if you are a believer, our point of departure is that uh, God wants you to do well. 
God wants me to do well. Uh, God wants all of us to do well. That's our point of departure. We don't move from the premise that says, uh, as it was in past generations, uh, God was always perceived to be this uh, person who cuts a lonely figure in heaven, who's waiting for somebody to break rank and to step over the line, and then they, he works them with a cancer. Right? He works them with, a, with some disease, and he causes them to die. I don't know how the scriptures were taught in the past, but the fear of the Lord was, was, was a weird concept that they taught to the point whereby people had a, a skewed understanding of the, of the Father. That's why they worked themselves after they had sinned and because of what was taught. But I wanted to know that the Lord waits in the future, inviting you to come. So everything the Bible talks about with repentance and, um, and, 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 and sin and all these things, it's the Lord beckoning you to come, yet in his terms. So I want you to understand that in, in Jeremiah 1 verse 11, it says, again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? What do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I keep watch over my word to give effect to it. Family, the, the, the condition of our future becomes possible when we begin to see what God says. When our, our, our sight uh, is aligned with God's sight. Mm -hmm. When we begin to see, it's called a divine perspective. When we begin to see what God sees. So in this particular scripture, he asks him, he says, what do you see? And he tells God, he says, I see a branch. The branch of the almond tree was what God had put there. So he, he didn't see anything else. He saw what God saw. And then God says, you have seen well. And our, and our sight and vision matches that which God has established. It's preordained. It's when he declares, you are seeing well. It is on the basis of us seeing well that we are able then to step into the future that he has prepared for us. So never for once think that we are dealing with a God. God is a God. God is holy family. So understand the different dimensions of God. God is holy. And uh, so because he is holy, there's a there's protocol in terms of how we access him and how we access the things that he has uh, kept for us, his people. And uh, so... Get into that, into that order, into that line of protocol for you to be able to receive the things that he has. So the word see, as we see in this particular scripture, in Hebrew, it's kazar. I wanted to say this. It's kazar. Uh, it means to behold. It means to gaze. But one uh, definition I did not know about this beautiful word it means to prophesy. Just imagine that. Mm -hmm. The word to see means also to prophesy, to prophesy. So how you see your future in your mind 
is prophetic. Yes, to, to see means to prophesy. So how I see my fu the future, my future, in my mind, that's prophetic. That's going to happen. Uh, it, is, it is a prophecy. The, the image I have of the future in my mind, it's a prophecy. So this is why it is important that we deal with these things because we are, by the fact that we have already placed certain images and you are looking at your future from a certain vintage point, you are prophetic already. You, are, you have started programming your future according to this, and it's a spiritual law. It's important that we understand that. So in the Bible, prophecy came, you know this in the Old Testament, came through words or utterances. You know when Elijah and Samuel, they would speak and become, became a prophecy, told about the future. And it also came through, through pictures. That's why you had dreams. So they prophesied, uh, they received from God a word. God would speak to them, and then that would be an utterance. But they would also uh, receive a picture of the future. So God would give them, by way of dreams, these images uh, and pictures. Uh, in Jeremiah 24.1, I want you to understand this powerful thing about, about pictures in your mind. In Jeremiah 24.1, the Bible says, The Lord gave me a vision, and I saw two baskets full of figs put in front of the temple. See, God gives him a vision, but it gives him pictures, gives him images. He probably doesn't say anything. All he does just gives him pictures, gives him images. So when it involved images, it was called a vision. Now, we also know that um, there are visions that God gave prophets. These were called trances, right? They are visions uh, that God gave prophets that they were in a trance. For instance, I want you to track with me, just come with me. In Ezekiel 40 verse 2, the Bible says, in the visions of God, he took me into the land of Israel and put me on a very high mountain. Those were trances. There are also visions, family, that are born in our hearts. That's a different category. There are visions born in our hearts and in our minds through the spirit of faith. And God gives us a picture of our future that he wants us to pursue, it's in our mind. Remember, the word sight means prophecy, mm. to prophesy. So what we begin to receive is, is the future in pictures. So vision then is, is your future in pictures. It's your future in images. Mm. As God begins to, as they, as they say out there, as it begins to download these things. I don't like those terms, you know. Uh, so understand that uh, if if it is it is it is as prophesying in pictures. So when you have a vision for your life, if a vision for the future, 
it is it is you prophesying in pictures or images in your heart and in your mind this is why i said to you on sunday i believe in what people do when they put together that 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 file and in that file they have uh, pictures of the of of their uh, envisaged future mm -hmm. the future that they want to have mm -hmm. you are prophesying it's scriptural you see uh, so that is that is that is in order so I, I want us to build that foundation family a vision is our mind sees it's our mind it's that which our mind sees concerning the future and uh, most of the time it's 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 the breathing of heaven upon you so that you can see what god sees there's an almond tree that jeremiah saw and there's something in your life that god wants you to see and there must be an alignment mm -hmm. in your vision a line of vision you must this is why people need to get saved you see this is why people need to need to be in line with god so that these things they can see if god sees an almond tree i must be able to see an almond tree i must not see something different because then i will spend the rest of my life down the wrong path pursuing something spending my energy and time and resources on the things that god has not preordained for me so i want us then for the next couple of moments to talk about sight uh, sight is not just about about the present family the sight is a powerful is a powerful thing in the spirit uh, to have a sense of vision a sense of of, of sight uh, the, the the first thing you need to understand about this is that you and I must have a good uh, sense of of, of sight uh, of the future we must have a good sight of our future every believer every born again believer every redeemed person every person who believes that jesus christ is lord you are doing god great service when you are able to do that because god wants you to impact not only the present but also the the future so the bible speaks about the eyes of the mind do you remember that the eyes of the mind it's it's ephesians 1 18 that's about the eyes the light of god cast upon the eyes of your mind so that you can be able to understand the depth the width all the dimensions of the grace of the lord and so there there, there is something that the lord god wants us to wake up to and it's going to help the end times church to begin to propel ourselves forward at a speed that he wants us uh, so it is being prophetic you will begin to understand that being prophetic is not just giving you a lot of knowledge on stage being prophetic is is there's got a lot of dimensions to it mm -hmm. and the end times church must be taught discipled in these things so that we can have a, a full perspective of what god wants us to see so vision family is prophetic sight vision vision is prophetic sight when i go to pray in my room and i go on my knees i think about my future and i begin to see because of the spirit of faith i begin to see certain things concerning my future that is that is prophetic sight because so i'm not there yet 
but I see certain things and and then uh, the Holy Spirit I'm gonna pray my prayers because I see it in my mind you can never pursue what you do not see you cannot chase what you do not see so we call it prophetic vision it's a prophetic vision see this whole thing about vision the way I'm approaching it I'm approaching it from a kingdom point of view because you can always get a book on vision and they will tell you all the different things that are out there lots of books there are thousands of them but the way I need to approach it I need to approach it uh, as, a, as, a, as a man of God speaking to a breed a holy breed of kingdom people that God wants to use in the end times so it, it has to it has to really impact you in a different way uh, so what I'm saying to you is vision is prophet is it's prophetic I want, I want you to get that in your in your heart uh, prophetic vision family it is seeing life from God through the present into the future let me let me repeat that uh, prophetic vision is is seeing it's like you are up in heaven and you see life from that perspective you see life from God through the present into the future all right number two prophetic vision is about believing that God will not withdraw his strength in your tomorrow vision is about it's I believe this is why I can dream so big this is why I this is why I can make these images in my mind this is why I've got these pictures in my in my spirit in my heart you know why because I believe that God will not withdraw his strength in my tomorrow the same God who was who is will be the same God in my tomorrow the same power the same grace and the same anointing the same glory the same resources to to enable me to achieve the things that he wants me to achieve and to enable you to, to achieve the things that he wants you to achieve a uh, prophetic vision family it is seeing the future through the lens of God uh, seeing the future through the lens of God prophetic vision it is the mind image of your future see I'm putting it in different ways for for that to really be consolidated in your heart it is the mind image the image in your mind of your future prophetic vision is the is the world of faith it's the world of faith if you want to see uh, the world that faith enjoys it's what vision is able to create because vision uh, is creative and, and, and the spirit of faith loves that so vision is the world of faith where anything is possible where anything can happen why because God who is in charge of the present he's the same God is going to be in charge of the tomorrow that I'm dreaming about so prophetic vision is defiance against the spirit of death when I begin to project my life I uproot myself from the present I cast myself into the future I've already made a declaration to the spirit of death. I'm saying I'm going to be I'm going to participate 
in that tomorrow. I wanna, I'm going to be there to fulfill what God brought me here for. So prophetic vision says, I'm not going to die prematurely. I, am, I, I dare dream. I dare create and see these images and these pictures in my mind. I dare see the future as the Lord wants me to see it. When I do that, as, as, as soon as I see the spirit of, of death and what the enemy does, he wants to anchor you in the present. And all these things that he knocks us with, he wants us to, it's just to be absorbed and anchored in the present. But the spirit of faith and, and vision, they, they, work, they work hand in glove. When I begin to visualize the future, I begin to see what's going to happen in five years. I've already that indirectly saying I, I, I'm going to be here next year because five years, it's five years. When you cast your gaze in the next 10 years by, by the grace of God and trust in God, not because you're smart, not because you are arrogant, not because you think you're better than anybody else, but you, 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 you begin to understand that God wants you there because he's not done yet. You know, this is why I've always told people, when you dream of your own funeral or somebody comes and they tell you, it happened in my life. Somebody would come and tell me that I, I had a dream, you were dead or something like that. We just immediately, just, just, just cancel that out. Never allow the spirit of death to mess with you. God wants you in his future. Remember that he's writing a story. It's not finished yet. And he has not said he wants you to be disconnected from it. So dream family, uh, begin to see the future through the lens of heaven. Begin to see you participating in that which God wants to do in this life. And that, I'm saying to you, prophetic vision is defiance against the spirit of death, premature death. You are, you are saying, I will live to see the future. I will live to see the future. A person who is depressed, a person who is suicidal, they have no interest in, in, in the future. You've already kind of given in to, to the enemy. Don't do that. Don't give in to the enemy. That's the whole point, is to cut your life short. And so, having made that point, I want to reiterate the point I made before, that God stands in the future. He draws you to it. So, I want you then to have the confidence and the faith to dream very big, knowing that he is in the future. Uh, he is in the tomorrow. There's a beautiful song that they sing concerning that. Amen. He holds the future. Life is worth a living just because he lives. Remember that song? Because he lives. I can face tomorrow, remember that, because he lives, all my fear, fears are gone, I'm trying to remember the words, for I know he holds the future, and he says, life is worth 
a living just because he lives. The just shall live by faith, family. Right, so I want us then to begin to look at this. Remember he said to Jeremiah, what do you see? What do you see? Then he said, you have seen well. Now, the word sight, the word sight in Hebrew is mareh. It's M-A-R-E-H. It's the ability to see, right? Uh, now, what I loved about this definition when I looked it up, it also talks about the range of mental vision, the range. Now, the word range is very important. The range of vision. So, you will have two people. Uh, what will determine who will get further in life, further in the future, is the range of vision. It's not just that you have vision, but it's the range of vision. How far are they willing to see? Now, it's not even what you think, because some, some of you are very smart. You begin to draw conclusions prematurely. How far are you willing to see? What is the range? Now, if you have two people, uh, one will always see further than the other one. That's what determines what happens in the rest of their lives. Now, I want you to listen to me, family. Uh, we have just gone past seven. Uh, you, can, you can have a vision, but what makes this important is that the ability to see your future is, is, is determined. You see, if, if, if I have a, an incident, there's a failure in my life, uh, something happens, uh, there's a disappointment in my life, can you see beyond? Can you see further? Can you see beyond your pain? Can you see beyond your disappointment? Can you see beyond the range of vision? Most people would have had a vision, but when something happened, when a failure happened, when a loss happened, when some rejection happened and, and the enemy caused a certain, uh, like caught them some, through something unawares, and there was, a, there, was a, there was a stoppage to what they were doing. Because of the, their range stopped right there. They couldn't see beyond that pain. Now, the spirit of faith is asking a question, does your vision go past your disappointment? If you can do that, family, many people who have not been able to make it in life is because of these uh, setbacks that they've experienced Sight, prophetic sight, and prophetic vision is not what the motivational speaker will tell you there. Prophetic sight, it is, it is powered by the Spirit of God. It is powered by the Spirit of faith that says, even if you knock me, you must be able, your eyes, your gaze, there's things hanging on you, hanging, there's finishing you. By the spirit of faith in you, because your range is determined by your faith in God and in what God is able to do, you are able to see beyond your pain. You are able to see beyond the setback. 
you are able to see beyond the disappointment. You are able to see beyond what is your range, family. What is your range? I so I want to urge you tonight to see past your see past your previous mistakes. See past all these things. See beyond your pain. See beyond your mental stress. See beyond your physical uh, pain and, 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 and sickness. You say it's that easy. It's not easy. But the spirit of faith does not shake hands with comfort for it to begin to declare the future. The spirit of faith in the midst of these things, the spirit of faith realizes that God is bigger than all these things and God is able. So let me make this point. I'm not going to be a long family, uh, maybe in this next 10 minutes or, or so. Let me make this point. There's something in, in life called the weight of the present. It's the weight of the present or the heaviness of the present. It's, 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 a, it's one of the principles you need to understand and be and the, what the enemy does in our lives as Christians. The weight of the present. Number one, I want you to understand that Satan, Bazran, is an eternal spirit. Uh, we know that according to Revelation 20.10, he will be cast in the lake of fire. But he's not going to go there to die. He's going to go there to suffer. He's an eternal uh, spirit. When you understand that, Bazalwan, you understand that when the enemy strikes you, when he punches you in the present, he punches you in the present and it goes right into the future. He's an eternal spirit. He's not a localized spirit. So whatever harm or whatever hurt, see, his stroke in the past, his strike is still being felt in the present because he's an eternal spirit and will be felt in the future. So just, just understand that because I, I want to I close with something here. The enemy that we are dealing with is an eternal spirit. Your, your harm, your, your disappointment, your abuse, it's not just present because you're feeling it. It does not work that way. When he hits you, he hits the future through you because he's an eternal spirit. Don't you think that the enemy, uh, you know, he uses his resources just to deal with you? So I'm talking about the weight of the present. I want to understand that. So when he hits you like he has, either something happened in your family, in you personally, maybe when you were, when you, when you were young, it happened to your child, it happened to you physically, it happened to your finances. Uh, when he hits you, he has already shaken hands with your future somehow. Because what's going to happen is he knows that you will take this thing into the future. Let me give you an example. If he hits you financially, your debt, most of you are dealing with that. Uh, our, the, the enemy hit our parents financially. When he hit them, he hit us even before we got there. Today, we are still doing, some of you are building your, your parents' houses. Some of you are teaching your siblings, you're taking them through varsity. Because what the enemy did in the past, it was not for the past. When he hits, when he punches, 
He does not punch for now. He punches for the future. So he makes your present heavy so that you never get to your preordained future. There are these weights that he puts, snags everywhere, your emotions and your in your finances, in your mind, everywhere. He 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 weighs heavy on your present. Mm -hmm. It's never it's never easy to run when you are heavy. It's not easy to 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 progress and to propel yourself forward when you are heavy. You have heard me speak about uh, the strategy that the enemy uses so that you are inward focused. The the weight of the present says, "I'm so heavy right now. My finances are in a mess." I don't know how I'm going to take my kids to school. So my head is so heavy. It's bent so low. If you ask me to cast my gaze into the future and to build beautiful images of the future and be prophetic about it, it's, it's not going to happen because I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't even know, know what's going to happen in the next two hours. Certain people, their lights are out. The weight of the present. That is what he wants to hit you with. So when you understand that and you look at your debt, you look at your sickness, you look at your trauma, you look at your pain, you look at your rejection and your anxiety and, and everything that the enemy has done, your disappointment, your failures, your mistakes, all these things, it's what the enemy wants to do. He has already shaken hands with your future. Because if you don't understand what is happening with those things that is already impacting the tomorrow through these, you will miss what God has in store for you. I don't know how many of you are listening to me. You even have a passion for your tomorrow. You even have the that the, the, that heart to even begin to dream because just everything is just is just being shaken everywhere so this is where the church is family this is where the church is lots of christians in the world they've got no sense of vision and this is linked to the economies of nations because you know Barcelona, let me just tell you something because we are talking about these these things are very uh, deep Everything in the earth, as, as I make this point, everything in the earth is about the church. Uh, maybe we'll find some time to, to make you understand that. Everything in the earth is about the church because the church carries the mandate of heaven. If a nation uh, is staggering uh, financially, the economy of the nations, that is targeted. It targets the church because it collapses. The people of God begin to suffer and they're not able to fulfill the mandate that God has given them in many ways. Many people are not able to function beyond their own family, beyond taking care of their own kids, beyond being preoccupied with their own marriage. And, and so whatever that happens in the earth, we can talk about that some other time, but the church determines the trajectory of nations. So all the policies and everything in the world, it's the enemy wanting to ensure that the preordained purpose and destiny of nations 
does not get fulfilled. And those things get fulfilled through the church. Abbas Luani did hardly, most, most people in church are not employed. People who love God, they don't have cars. They have, uh, they have these, these debts, you know. So I wanted to understand that because sometimes we, we begin to compare people in the world who, are, who break every rule to amass wealth. You, for you to be able to make some income, you've got to be honest. You've got to work hard. You're going to refuse a bribe. And they don't refuse bribes. They, they fire you if, you if you refuse bribes because that means you're not corrupt. So for you, making it in the world is very difficult, family. And so I want you to understand that the weight of the present is, uh, is designed by the enemy to keep you in the present so that you never get to, to fulfill destiny. You know what breaks my heart, Bazoana? I'm, I'm, I'm about to close. I want to pray with you before I close. I want to lead you into a certain prayer tonight. You know what breaks my heart, family? Most people in the church today will die and go to heaven. I just, I, I, I hope, but this is my point for me saying that. But they will die failed. They will die with handing over debt to their kids. They will die not having achieved much in terms of what the Holy Spirit and the Word, what the Word can do in the life of a believer. You probably will die and go to heaven and spend eternity. But you will die not having won, so to speak. Not having reversed what you received by way of inheritance from your ancestors. Now, Kingdom Embassy House, as a church family, we must be determined to say that, Lord God, by your grace, we want to die within the borders of our inheritance. So as we discuss vision, look at the weight of the present in perspective. Don't allow these things. I know that you've been knocked very hard. I know that some of you are really, 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 some of you are still raw. You know, stuff that you haven't even told us, stuff that you are dealing with. But I want to say, family, dare to cast your gaze beyond, have a range of vision that goes beyond your pain, that goes, because now you know that by hurting you, by, 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 by messing you up financially is not only dealing with you, it's dealing with your children and your grandchildren, and they will have to bear the brunt of, of, of the stuff that we were not able to deal with. I remember as I close, just get ready to pray with me, family. You can unmute yourself just in, in a moment. Somebody said, the giant that I fail to kill, my Goliath, if I fail to slaughter my Goliath, my children, I basically I'm handing him over to my kids. Mm -hmm. Everything in your life, it could be even that pain. You know, people who who are raised, there are children who are raised by parents who have not been able to handle pain. They are men and women who marry a spouse that has not been able to uh, deal with the previous pain. 
and they have to carry the brunt of that. And they, the kids are raised in that atmosphere. It's the weight of the present. It's the weight of the present. And it's prophetic people and the people with the Spirit of God. The Bible says, do not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. These things shall come. Uh, Jesus told the people, he said, in this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I want to pray with you, family. Tonight, I was just dealing with you, in, uh, just discussing with you with regards to seeing your future through the eyes of God, through the eyes of faith. And uh, I, I'd really would love for you to have a range of vision. After this message tonight, you're still going to have things that are going to disappoint you. You're still going to have um, uh, rejection and, and whatever is the package that we, we, we have to deal with and grapple with in this life. But I want you to learn to have a range of vision that sees beyond all these things and be, and be determined to say, Father, whatever that you have in store for me, one person will disappoint you. You know, as, as young people, this young man, especially with, with young ladies, this young man, it promises you everything and you think that this is going to be it. And there are people who have who vowed that I will never, I'll, I'll never get married. The, it's the weight of the present. Now they make a decision, a, a, a permanent decision based on a temporary setback. That's the strategy of the enemy. He wants you to make a permanent decision based on your te a temporary setback. It's a strategy of the enemy. So they say, I'll never get married. So there's a lot of examples. Family, I want you to pray with me tonight. Number, I want us to pray concerning two things. Number one, I want us to, to just to trust God for a range. Let our vision have range, family. Let our vision have range. Don't just see pictures. These things are, are, are so powerful and so deep. So why don't you pray with me? And the second thing I want us to pray for is, is deliverance from this, uh, this, this, this weight. There are things that we must work hard, you and I, to come out of for the sake of our kids so that we can step into a future that God desires for us and they can do the same. Amen. So I wanted to pray with me. Are you, I want you to unmute yourselves. And I want to hear you, uh, as, as you as you say this out loud, in the name of Jesus. Say, Dear Father, I want to hear you, family. I don't hear you. Um, I don't. I don't. I want. I want to hear everybody. Maybe. Maybe you are saying, "I'm. I'm the one who's not hearing you." Let's sort this out uh, visually. Amen. So I, I wanted to pray with me. I want to say this after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. That you have given me life. You have given me a future. That you want me to be part of. And I pray tonight. That you enable me to see beyond. What the enemy wants me to get stuck in. I want to be able to live beyond my pain and my disappointment. I want to be 
Amen. Let us do let us do like this family in Jesus' name. Because because it, it's slow on my side, so it's taking a bit slow. Let me just pray this prayer. We can you can pray this prayer on your own when we are done here. Let me just pray this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, O oh God, for our people. I know that you have an amazing, glorious tomorrow for each and every one of them. Because the Bible says you are not a respecter of persons. But Father, there are things that happen. The enemy throws and he has thrown these things at them. And they've never been able to recover from them. And I pray, Father God, by your Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, that you give them, Lord God, such range, such range, Lord God. It goes so far that no matter what happens, they will pick themselves up and begin to go forward. Whatever happens, they will be able to see beyond that setback. They will be able to see beyond that failure, that disappointment in the name of Jesus and pick themselves up and keep going. See beyond that physical pain, oh God. Let them know that you have prepared a future for them and you are already on the other side. You are in the present, yet in the future. And you are pulling them towards it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes. Amen. Amen. And family, I want to pray this also, which I believe it is important for us to begin to understand. There is a deliverance that must happen. And after this uh, service tonight, I would love for you to begin to reflect on the things that we spoke about tonight. There's a deliverance and it involves repentance. Sometimes these things often, it, 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 they involve repentance because you don't want to die family and it's die and, you know, and, and, and be just going to heaven. But we left things around us that are not sorted. Mm -hmm. God has given us his word. God has given us wisdom. God has given us the spirit of faith. God has given us the Holy Spirit. He wants to restore everything. I know some of the things are not even your fault, are not of your doing. But you are here. You are the person that will say, I'm going to make a difference. It's not going to go beyond me, whatever it is. Amen. So, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for your people, O oh God, to be delivered, even from decisions that we are making in the present financial decisions and wastefulness and all these habits that we have that are eating into our children's future we are feeding the present by stealing by taking from the future and all the things lord god that we do sometimes because we just don't know mm -hmm. i pray for deliverance oh god in the name of jesus Living above our means, living above our means and uh, wanting to uh, look like people that are popular, these celebrities, and just living beyond our means, Lord. 
And uh, when we do that, we everything begins to be impacted because mm -hmm. it takes from something for us to fulfill those cravings and those lusts. And so I pray that you deliver us, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Deliver us, Father God, from the pain in our hearts that we are not able to function normally. We are not kicking. We are not functioning. Our mind are not functioning normally. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, we are heavy. Our minds are not addressed. Father, we repent tonight, Lord God, for anything that I would have done mm -hmm. that opened a door in my soul that caused any wrong financial decision, mm -hmm. any wrong relational decision, any wrong spiritual decision. Father, I repent mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. And because of that, there's such a weight in the present, Lord God. I don't see myself coming out of this. I pray for your intervention, O oh God. I repent for every sin yes. in Jesus' name. And for all the sins and the sexual sins and all the things that we do in the present that open portals in the spirit for more weight to come. I repent, Father. I want to... I want to walk with you into that future that you have prepared. A land of milk and honey, you told your people. Green pastures. I pray for green pastures for your people. But Lord, teach us and open our minds and hearts to know that when we come before your face in repentance and your blood begins to wash over these things, you are a redemptive God. Mm -hmm. You are able to start us on a new page, you are able to give us a new lease on life. Mm -hmm. I pray for everyone connected tonight in the name of Jesus. Father God, restore your people, restore your people, restore your people in Jesus' name. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Bless you, family. I pray that you Amen. are blessed. Amen. Uh, I was hoping that I wasn't going to be this long, uh, but uh, we, just, uh, we, ju we just share with you because we, 